and Thomas Woodhouse, Chaplain of the Queen's Chapel of the Savoy. Welcome to this podcast for the first Sunday of Lent. The cantor is Tim Hamilton, and Tim has edited the podcast. The lessons are read by Nicholas Windells, financial controller for the Duchy of Lancaster. The anthem, Onata Lux, is by Thomas Callas. Welcome. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Oh, come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A reading from the first letter of Peter. Christ also suffered for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, in order to bring you to God. He was put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit, in which also he went and made a proclamation to the spirits in prison, who in former times did not obey, when God waited patiently in the days of Noah during the building of the ark, in which a few, that is eight persons, were saved through water, and baptism, which this prefigured, now saves you not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, with angels, authorities, and powers made subject to him. Here ends the first reading. Praise 
Unto thee, O Lord, will I lift up my soul. My God, I have put my trust in thee. O let me not be confounded, neither let mine enemies triumph over me. For all they that hope in thee shall not be ashamed. But such as transgress without a cause shall be put to confusion. Show me thy ways, O Lord, and teach me thy paths. Lead me forth in thy truth and learn me. For thou art the God of my salvation, in thee hath been my hope all the day long. Call to remembrance, O Lord, thy tender mercies, and thy loving kindnesses which have been ever of old. O remember not the sins and offences of my youth, but according to thy mercy think thou upon me, O Lord, for thy goodness. Gracious and righteous is the Lord. Therefore will he teach sinners in the way. Them that are meek shall he guide in judgment. And such as are gentle, them shall he learn his way. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth. Unto such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Mark. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, you are my son, the beloved, with you I am well pleased. And the spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness He was in the wilderness for forty days, tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent, and believe in the good news. Here ends the second reading. Oh, be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. 
Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Oh, go your way into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge both the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the Queen, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Do thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. The Collect of the Day and for peace, and for grace. Almighty God, whose Son Jesus Christ fasted forty days in the wilderness, and was tempted as we are, yet without sin, give us grace to discipline ourselves in obedience to your Spirit, 
And as you know our weakness, so may we know your power to save. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defence, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings may be ordered by thy governance, to do always that is right in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our prayers of intercession begin with prayers for Her Majesty. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, the high and mighty King of kings, Lord of lords, the only ruler of princes, who dost from thy throne behold all the dwellers upon earth, most heartily we beseech thee with thy favour to behold our most gracious sovereign lady, Queen Elizabeth, and so replenish her with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, that she may always incline to thy will and walk in thy way. Do her plenteously with heavenly gifts. Grant her in health and wealth long to live. Strengthen her that she may vanquish and overcome all her enemies. And finally, after this life, she may attain everlasting joy and felicity. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. In Lent, we ask again that you require of us and we get the same answer to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with our God. May that call ring true in the life of your church. Keep us turned outwards in service of others and inwards in love of you. In our own church life, we pray particularly for those unable to attend worship in the Queen's Chapel because of frailty and concern over COVID. We thank God for the vaccination programme and for the steady return of those who seek your name in this holy house. Lent reminds us of our own poverty. If we measure wealth in terms of spiritual well-being, emotional maturity, and moral confidence. But we pray also for no, those who know the sharp poverties of money, livelihood, opportunity, and health. We pray especially for those who are ill and uncertain about the future, for those facing medical treatment this week, and for those whose lives 
have been reduced. Help us, Lord, to be attentive this Lent, to listen to our hearts, to the preoccupations of others, and to your quiet voice speaking through everything. We are so easily distracted, so keep us on the case, being attentive, listening to the truth, loving. Here, Lord, is a token of our attentiveness. A time of silent prayer, bringing lies before you, asking for grace. As we listen to the anthem, the words in English, O light, born of light, Jesus, Redeemer of the world, with loving kindness deign to receive supplicant praise and prayer. Thou who once deigned to be clothed in flesh for the sake of the lost, grant us to be members of thy blessed body. speak in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In the popular mind, Lent is about the time that Jesus spent in the wilderness and among the gospel writers, Mark expresses it most succinctly. 
The context is crucial. Jesus has just been baptized by John in the River Jordan, and the Holy Spirit has descended on him like a dove. The Spirit immediately drives Jesus out into the wilderness, and he is in the wilderness for 40 days, tempted by Satan. It happens at once, this entry into the wilderness. As soon as Jesus has been baptized, and it does not happen at the instigation of the devil, whom Jesus will meet in the wilderness, but it is the work of the Spirit, who has just come upon Jesus in his baptism. That may indeed be a clue to the fact that wilderness experience is a good thing. The wilderness has the potential to be a place of encounter and revelation. The wilderness recalls a place where the people of Israel were tested for 40 years after the exodus from Egypt. Moses too had undergone a 40-day fast in the Sinai Desert and Elijah a similar fast near Mount Moheb. But is Lent all about these 40 days in the wilderness? We have been much influenced by the 19th century hymn, 40 days and 40 nights. Thou was fasting in the wild, 40 days and 40 nights, tempted and yet undefiled. The giving up that is part of popular culture in Lent, abstaining from particular foods, drinks or other luxury, is seen as an echo of Jesus' own fasting in the wilderness, leaving him hungry and thirsty and vulnerable to the temptation to turn stones into bread at the end of the 40 days. But what are we to make of these 40 days, and especially in the light of so much given up already? Every attempt to establish a 40-day season turns out to be a little more complex than it first looks. To explore. If you count 40 days from Ash Wednesday, you reach day 40 on Palm Sunday. If you begin today, the first Sunday of Lent, you reach day 40 on Monday, Thursday. If you insist on going from Ash Wednesday to Easter Eve, you have 46 days. But if you then take out the Sundays, because every Sunday celebrates the resurrection, you are back to 40. Of these possibilities, the one that the church has most often acknowledged is a 40-day period from the first day of Lent until Monday Thursday, with the fast continuing until Easter Day. The truth is, the 40 days are not intended to be a precise time 
they indicate the kind of length of the season, whether speaking of Moses in the Sinai Desert, or Jesus in the wilderness, or the church in Lent. What is quite certain is that although Sundays are indeed celebrations of the resurrection, they are not out of Lent, but very much part and retain the character of Lent in their worship. There is a sense of movement, certainly, throughout the whole season. It is a pilgrimage towards Easter, and the Lenten invitation is not to stand still, but to be up and moving resolutely with Jesus as he himself walks towards his goal. All the way he walks, not with a glum face like one who goes to his doom, but with the joy of one who does the Father's will, who interacts with his many friends and companions, and yet one who knows that the cross, which is to come, will be a source of life and peace. There will be sufferings. There will be rejection. But they will be overpowered in their turn by the transforming joy and hope of resurrection. Jesus walks with a lightness in his step. A lightness which is more fast, more feast than fast. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen.